Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Angus Short has established a breath test device which can detect possible food intolerances. Entering a market which has a worldwide customer base, Food Marble has recently completed a significant funding round and announced the creation of 25 new jobs. Angus will be discussing Food Marble and the phenomenal product orders which it has received to date. But first, I'd like to hear about your own background. From quite a young age, the, the internet was starting to become more of a thing in Ireland and I, I had a company that designed websites and a company that hosted websites. And so there was a number of little things I was doing from a enterprise perspective coming up. But uh, yeah, Food Marble would have been my first you know, serious company. And where did the idea for Food Marble come from? It was actually my uh, my wife uh, now. She uh, she has a, con- a condition called a digestive condition called IBS, and it was it was interesting at that time. She was re- you know, I could see she was really struggling with the condition. She'd been to the, the doctor. She'd been to specialists, and uh, she wasn't getting better. And I just went to see what are the solutions out there, what's out there from technology perspectives, and kind of find, found out about breath analysis as a technology that was used in hospitals, and also found out that it could be used to, uh, to identify how well you're digesting different types of foods. So once you identified that there was a gap in the market, how did you go about filling it? Yeah, so I got a small team together. And we uh, we actually got onto this accelerator program that's run by a, a you know a company with links to Ireland called SOSV, so it's Sean O'Sullivan Ventures. That's an accelerator program out in China. So all of us went out over to China, this particular one, and and we we de- this was would have been early 2016. We we finished the design and development of of the device itself and the app. And, and and then at that point we 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 did a pre-order campaign uh, that would have been kind of 2017, and to really see like you know what is the scale of this because we knew there's a lot of people with the problems, but do, were there people out there who would be willing to, you know, to to to, to use a device um, to be able to guide themselves through through the process? And we found that there was a lot of interest, so we we got a um, you know over a million dollars, almost a million euros of uh, of pre-orders at that time, so people were willing to put up their money. You know, you know, for the promise of us delivering this device to them, so that was really that was really gratifying at that point. As you say, you had over one million euros worth of pre-orders in, so the product definitely resonated with consumers from the very start. But what was the product that they were ordering? Yeah, so it's a it's a device. It's just a little device about the size of maybe like a tin of mints or something like that, if that makes sense to people. And so you. It's a breath analysis device, so you breathe into the device, and it's measuring certain components on your breath, and that relates to how well you're digesting the food that that you've eaten recently. So it's a way to work out which foods you're able to digest effectively and which you can't, because when, when when you're not digesting them fully, it can lead to bloating and abdominal pain and all of those sort of classic uh, digestive symptoms that affects a huge number of people. In the app, you record what uh, your meals, so so that the app knows what you're eating, so it can link those results to the breath tests. So you and you you take the breath test between meals. So so what we say is, uh, you know, you take a, 
after you eat, take a breath test each hour, and over the day you get a really nice picture of whether the breath readings are going up and down. Where they do go up rapidly, that indicates that what you ate shortly before that wasn't being fully digested and in fact your gut bacteria were breaking down the food rapidly and uh, and that's what produced those gases but that's a signal to you that the, that food is potentially problematic and the app will show you what's in the food uh, so so for example it might be lactose in a, in a, in, a, in a dairy product it might be uh, fructose in a particular type of fruit or you know or all of these hard to digest components which don't affect everybody, but, you know, you need to find out what you personally uh, have difficulty digesting because it's different from person to person. So, Angus, talk to us about the technology that underpins the business. Yeah, so it's it's a sensor-based device. So there's, a, there's an array of sensors inside the device. Um, and so when you breathe into the device, those sensor readings are, are being uh, sent from the device to the phone, and then the phone can, you know, upload it to the web. And uh, so that's how we're, we're able to analyze what's on the breath and, uh, and, and, and then that links it through to, to, to whether it, 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 you know, what you ate is causing a problem. And it's built on, um, so it, it's, a, it's a technique that's been done in hospitals and, and, and used by researchers for, you know, from, for, for decades actually. But th- these were typically large, benchtop, expensive, medical equipment. Uh, so what we've done is we've made it much smaller, much more cost effective. And so instead of something that you may or may not be able to access from from some sort of specialist in a hospital, this is something that you can do for the home and you can just go onto our website and buy it and and, and be able to go through that process of identifying uh, your, you know, your ideal foods at home. And just on that point, how big a problem is food intolerance, both here in Ireland and internationally? Yeah, so if you take the problem of, of IBS, which is a kind of, it's a good clinical classification, which is well-defined, that's about one in eight people. So it's a bit, between a 10 and 15% of the population would have IBS. Now, food intolerance is, is a broader problem, so it, 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 it's less well-defined, but it's about 30, 25% to 30% uh, you know what you know would have significant um, food intolerances, but you know really it, it, it's a much larger number when you think of if you take something like lactose, you know outside of of Europe and uh, uh, and and people of that sort of genetic lineage, lactose intolerance is commonplace. So it, it so most people are lactose intolerant outside of you know no, mostly northern Europe, uh, you know parts of the US, Australia, and and and, and India. So you've got you've got this sort of um, you've got a huge number of people worldwide who have these problems, and and it extends beyond that. So we're, we're developing, um, uh, you know, new new devices and new approaches where we're looking at the broader uh, gut health, um, gut health issues, and and also broader health because the health of your gut it influences the health of your whole body, and uh, and it influences your mind as well. Uh, so, some really interesting connections between. You know what you eat, your mood, and 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 things like sleep and stress and anxiety. So it's a it's a it's a complex world that uh, that, that that we're exploring. And how has Food Marable been received by clinicians? And have you developed partnerships with healthcare providers and practitioners? Yeah, so it's it's been really it's been really great, um, especially now. Like when you, you think of the pandemic, 
the ability to be able to test remotely has been very powerful. Uh, so, so we're working with uh, clinicians, mostly in the US, but the US, uh, in the UK as well. Um, and we hope to get uh, more collaborations in, in Ireland. We've got, a, we've got a clinical trial ongoing at Johns Hopkins over in the US at the moment, looking at a more advanced form of, of a particular medical test using breath. I guess I'd like to understand the revenue model that underpins the business itself. So are you generating revenue from the device or from a subscription fee built in for the app user or both? So right now it's from the device. In healthcare, it's a bit different, especially in the US. It's, it's you know, it's complicated, but, you know, it, you, because we're providing a test that um, uh, is, is already well recognised and uh, clinically useful, we can get um, we can get paid from the from the insurance companies and and from the from government based insurance in the US um, and yeah but in the future we're looking to to add on extra services that that will hopefully be very useful to the users which which might be a subscription service but yeah right now it's selling the device and Agus what's working for you from a marketing perspective how are you reaching that target market and what platforms are you using. Yeah, so an important one for us is social media advertising. So bet- uh, between Google Ads, Facebook advertising, Instagram, um, you know, we try to, 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 you know, PR, of course, is very, like, is very powerful for us as well because it's, 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 it's a story that, that, is, that has resonated with, with a lot of people. Um, and, you know, it's, it's the sort of thing where as we grow, we're starting to, to look to other forms of, of advertising. And talk to us about the recent funding round which has been completed and what you thought of that particular experience and how you're going to use that investment. Yeah, so um, it, well, it, 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 was, uh, it was a great achievement, I suppose, first of all, to be able to, to, be able to raise money in, in, in the middle of a pandemic. So That's for sure. We were, that is for yeah. sure. So, so we, we were we were very pleased. Um, so we, 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 you know, we took in, we took in about two and a half million euros um, uh, you know, overall, um, part of that was through through uh, conventional, you know, VC investors, and then part of that was uh, we did a crowdfunding campaign as well uh, through a platform called Cedars, um, and you know, both worked out very well. Um, and and really, the the the, the goal uh, with with the funds is really to be able to deepen um, what we're doing on the U.S. market. Um, both from the, you know from from expanding our you know consumer market, which which includes uh, includes retail. So we're we've got some really interesting retail opportunities in the US, um, which includes pharmacy. Um, but then also in terms of healthcare, uh, we've made some initial steps in the US, and and you know we're there's doctors who are already um, offering our device to patients. But you know the US is a huge market, so. Um, we're going to use those funds to, 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 you know, to fully understand how we can maximise the potential of, of what we're doing over there. And Food Marble announced that it is to create 25 new jobs. What type of roles will they be? Yeah, so right now we've got, as I said, we've got 28 people in, uh, in our Dublin office. Uh, th- those roles will be you know, in, in Ireland. And so, um, so, so we, we do all our design, all of our engineering work, um, our, all of our R&D is based in Ireland. There's, there's a number of sales and marketing roles we're hiring for. And, you know, supply chain is important for us as a global company. And so we have a, a role there too. 
Um, I mean, there's a whole range of roles that we'll be hiring for over over the coming uh, over the coming year. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll be we'll be more or less doubling up in terms of in terms of headcount over 2021. Angus, earlier in the interview, you mentioned how you'll be using your technology for other gut-related illnesses and conditions. Talk to us about that and where you see the growth for the business over the coming years. Yeah, so it's it's a really good question. Um, the breath, there is a there's a lot of molecules on the breath, a lot of things that you can detect on the breath that relate to health. So we're starting to do some research work where we're hoping to use it to be able to, A, diagnose uh, particular conditions um, uh, using the breath, but B, to be able to guide treatment. Our ideal is to move towards where we can prevent disease. So, so if somebody has their own, their, their own device in the home that they could, they could breathe into it, and we're detecting at, a, at, at, you know, at an early stage if there's a problem, and and that might mean that they you know they might need to go into to go get another type of test in the hospital but it means that we can detect things early well if you've just tuned in that was angus short from food marble and i think this is a business to watch over the years ahead southeast radio's business matters with carl fitzpatrick